Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And I'm Shoe Wesley. <laughs> and with us we have... Fuckable Shoes! Absolutely. Uh, hey everybody, this is uh, the final episode. We did it. We're finally there. The final episode of the Kanye West series. Uh, and I am so happy that it's off my mind. A, a page will attest to this. Immediately after the episode was done, I started just fucking chain vaping this weed vape, yep. dog. Yep. Woo! Just clearing the brain cells God, of all yeah. the Kanye. Gotta run a system reboot on this shit, dog. It is deep in my in my brain drive. Uh, but hey, this episode is both frustrating, extremely frustrating, and we will put a content warning up for anti-Semitism and hate speech. Um, but the thing is, it's also funny as shit. I yes. mean, like, it's... We get into it in the episode, but the things that are being said are awful and should never have been said, but the words used to say them <laughs> are just incredibly stupid in the most beautiful way you could possibly imagine so i think you're really gonna enjoy it uh and then i'm glad that we never have to talk about kanye again and uh before we get started i just want to say if you want to support the show you can go to patreon.com slash cold podcast uh you can also uh uh follow us we're at cult podcast on instagram uh, at Cold Podcast Show on Twitter, uh, and also go listen to Romancing the Pod and Horror Virgin, and go listen to uh, Podvant Guard with Andrea Gazetta, and uh, go check out Andrea's artwork at Andrea Gazetta on Instagram. Uh, yeah, bam. I think without any further ado, let's hop into the show. Hello. 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 For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits, and as always... These are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando out of his fucking mind, Torres. And with us we have... A whole lot of anti-Semitism, Paige. And a quote that you struggled to find. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, we have a running joke. It's less of a joke and more of a fact on this show that the, the crazier my hair is at the time of recording, the worse the the worse the subject matter is your hair is pretty crazy which is how i can tell that you're growing out the last of your frosted tips mm, yep 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 and they were deep they were deep tips page deep tips deep they frosted the top layer of your brain <laughs> hey i got a question for you how come no one ever do reverse frosted tips you know what i'm saying they did back in the day uh and i forget what we called them uh but it was I would say the reverse of frosted tips was the scene girl look of having really dark hair and then platinum blonde tails, oh. which is what I had for a brief period of time. Jesus Christ. I got, <laughs> I got, okay. I'm going to be completely honest here. Part of this is my fault. Uh, so I came across a TikTok where it was, uh, it was playing a song from 
Do you remember Hollywood Undead? Was that part of your childhood? Were you unfortunate enough to get uh, fucked by that? Not my childhood. Uh, I believe I was already a full-blown adult when that mm. was a thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> seeing, seeing kids were like, that's when I was in like middle school and early high school. And uh, there was a band called Hollywood Undead that dressed up in masks and talked yep. about partying and statutory rape, I think. Yeah. So here's why I remember Hollywood Undead, who actually at one point were called something different, but it was like Hollywood Vampires and then it became Hollywood <laughs> Undead. Uh, Fucking and God I remember because my I had just moved to Los Angeles with mm-hmm. my roommate at the time. So, I, yeah, I was an adult. And she was working in PR for our record company and some douche in marketing kept trying to get her to like sign and promote Hollywood Undead. And she was just like, no, they're fucking tools. And like that was her response was just like, they seem like they're total tools. Yeah, that does uh, that does just about sum it up. I mean, to be fair, there's a guy in the band named named Charlie Scene who for for a very long time he used a Del Taco bag as a face mask. Great. Uh, which you know is the point of this is that I love them. I loved them so much and so hard when I was a middle schooler, and so I heard the song and it brought me back. And the TikTok was basically like, "Here was me as a scene girl in high school, and here's how I grew up." And I realized that every scene girl i was into just turned into a hot ass goth babe oh Uh, yeah 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 the the scene girl to goth babe pipeline is real it's insane dude well and and here's the thing it manifests in different ways i would say this it's the scene girl to spooky bitch pipeline where like none of us none of us scene kids are not spooky in a way we either went full goth girl or we became me with a normal haircut that talks too much about horror movies and serial killers. Like, it's the same shit. You it's know. crazy that the only thing that separates you is a Jack Skellington tattoo. That's it. That's I have no deal. Jack Skellington stuff, really. But, like, one of my best friends uh, from my sorority days that I, like, still keep in touch with, like, my current friends, is a huge Jack Skellington person. So, you know, it yeah. infects your life somehow. I guess the point of the point of all of this was to say that, uh, yeah, I've been infected with scene scene kid TikTok where everything's like, do you remember your middle school days as a fucking scene kid? And it was like, no, I wore oversized Dickies shorts down to the fucking ankle and Nikes and uh, pro clubs and fitted hats from lids, all repping Los Angeles Dodgers. None of them were blue. Okay. And I was That's... desperately in love with all of them. Were they all black? Because I, I am always fascinated by the black and white Dodgers gear. And I'm like, those are not our colors. <laughs> See, whatever. I wish I was cool enough to say yes, but no, they were, they were all like... <laughs> straight up i had i had a hat no they're crazy design if you if you're not familiar with how crazy lids can make a hat page it is a culture i had a hat let me see if i can pull up a picture i had a hat my hair is too good for hats (laughs) i tried to straighten my hair to make it less uh less Less anti-hat yeah well 
I also, I think it's really funny that you're like, you know, scene, and then the scene period you list is very different from the one I did. Like, I will never forget, somebody invited me to a scene kid, like a pop punk themed birthday party, and I was like, fuck yeah, throw some Fallout Boy in there, I'm there. And she was like, I was thinking more Machine Gun Kelly, and I was like, get the fuck out. Like, what are we doing? Ugh, that (laughs) disgusts me. We are not the same. All right, I'm sharing this in in a in a, in, a, in our Zoom chat. I want <laughs> yeah, you to go yeah, ahead yeah. and open up this picture. Okay, okay, okay. This is a real hat that I owned as a Ooh, child. Good lord, Armando! <laughs> it is uh, <laughs> okay. So this hat is uh, like green. a uh, green Kelly re- green of uh, offensively green. I would say. Yes. With a yellow underbrim and uh, accoutrement, and then it is littered with puzzle pieces. I don't uh, understand the puzzle pieces. And they're, but also, they're, they're Chargers colors, but it was before the Chargers moved to Los Angeles. Well, so the puzzle pieces are Chargers colors, but the green with the yellow brim is A's colors. So, like, growing up, like, the Oakland A's, like, those were our colors. So, like, it's really crazy to have a Dodgers hat in our colors. <laughs> Yeah, I'm now realizing that you and probably a ton of other people are not understanding how crazy Lids was. Lids was not the place where you go get a normal fitted hat that everyone has in the right colors. It's Mm -hmm. where gang members went to go get a brown Dodgers hat. It's where (laughs) middle schoolers went to go get a hat with a palm tree and a monster energy can stitched on top. I mean, this is just reminding me of something that somebody said two digits during a battle a couple weeks ago where they were like, you look like you buy all your clothes in the Dodgers parking lot. And he's (laughs) like, that's where they have the best prices. So like that, like that's what I'm picturing. But my my hat experience is primarily homemade hats, because that was a thing. If you were like a, a scene punk kid is you had to know how to crochet. Everybody was crocheting hats all over this bitch. Um, and so you would like trade it with your friends. It's like a whole thing. I have hats that I have many hats made by friends, but also I made many hats. Beanies, yo. Oh my God. This is, we're on two different sides of the spectrum of bad hats. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I mean, I will say Crystal Adams made me a hat before I went to Germany and that hat's amazing and so soft and it's the best. All I'm saying is that if it's not in a bunch of crazy colors and a pro Eric baseball cap, I ain't putting it on my goddamn head. And so also, I guess the moral of this story is that if you if you rocked a raccoon tail clipped onto your Tilly's pants at some point in your adult that was or after my time teenage years, <laughs> if you did that, there is like a 95 percent chance I am in love with you. That was, I was already in college at that point, and there was like a news report about it, and me and my very scene roommate at the time were just sitting there, we're just like, what the fuck are these kids doing? <laughs> like, what is this about? What's yeah. with the tails? My favorite part is that they banned them at our school because uh-huh. one teacher made the connection that there are butt plugs that have- That the, look like them. That have the little tail off of it, which by the way, no one else offered this information. That means dude already knew about the furry already butt plugs. Already knew about the butt plugs. <laughs> and was always mysteriously out whenever furry con was happening. So Of course, of course. He brought I mean, that to the attention and then it became this thing where it was like, if you wear, uh, if you wear a raccoon tail- pinned to your pants you are telling the world that you do anal sex (laughs) (laughs) so they banned them and 
by the way, the same year they banned fucking hats. I'm just remembering oh. this now. They also took away lids from me, Paige. We weren't al- allowed to wear hats inside. We could wear them on campus, but not in any classrooms. But I, I just remember that, like, I, I graduated high school just as like the the scene haircut was coming into prominence. Mm-hmm. So I got one mm-hmm. in college, but. I a few years after me is when girls started getting the same rocker shag I had and like zhuzhing it up and then putting animal ears on and then the tail. But I missed that era. By the time the animal ears came, I already had like a a job in management. So (laughs) (laughs) like I miss I got the early days where I was like, we're all into Weezer and Green Day, right? Yeah, I can't. I want to dispute (laughs) I want to dispute the notion that you can't have a job in management and also be rocking animal ears coming out of your I mean, scene haircut I, with your raccoon tail pinned onto the back of your black skin tight Tilly's skin jeans. Skin tight Tilly's jeans with the checkered belts. Um, I <laughs> and they're and studded the, and the neon accessories. Yeah, I, uh, I did for a short oh. period of time as a manager have purple hair, like completely purple and that was very cool but the upkeep was rough i would love to have crazy colored hair but the upkeep because i have very dark hair is tough but seeing kids aside we're here to talk about uh not seeing kids uh but somebody else who made a lot of regrettable decisions in their early uh adult years and current adult years probably mr kanye omari west never heard uh that would be the most upsetting thing you could probably say to the fan if i'm being quite honest good Um, leave it in (laughs) we have we have a it's a it's a bit of a difficult episode so not like how do i say this these episodes always make me the angriest because it's so funny to laugh at how ridiculously stupid somebody can be but it also sucks to remember that this guy is like saying this shit to his millions of fans yeah and so it's like a bummer but also i think there are some of my favorite quotes of all time throughout this episode uh so first of all we've got our sources we've got a biography on kanye west written by audrey boris and douglas lynn we've got an exclusive interview with kanye's former associates by cheyenne roundtree for rolling stone uh multiple tweets and interview quotes from kanye himself uh, a brief part of the Netflix documentary Genius for background. Uh, we have several posts and interviews made available on Alex Jones' website, Infowars. We have an article on bipolar disorder from Everyday Health written by Madeline R. Van. And we also have an interview with several medical health professionals uh, by Jody Serrano, also with psych, uh, psychiatrists. So, look, here's the deal. This is it, folks. All right, we've reached the finale in our five-part series on Kanye West. And if you've been listening along, then you have heard us talk about this dude for just under five and a half hours, Paige. I did the math. That's the real number excluding this episode right now. Although, to be fair, seeing as how this episode is like 15 minutes of talking about scene kids and hats. It's probably closer to like four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> or but, maybe just like five flat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and in those five and a half hours, you may have noticed a certain topic missing. Uh, because over the last few months, we've seen a new side of Kanye West. 
one that shouts anti-Semitic views into the camera, who wears White Lives Matter t-shirts, and who openly praises Hitler. But here's what's fucked up. I don't think this is a new side of Kanye, because as we see more and more information, interviews, and recorded statements from the man himself, I think that it's safe to say that this has always been Kanye West. And that has completely ruined my ability to enjoy his music, to enjoy his art, and to even enjoy his god-awful, terrible shoes. And you know how much I love Ugly Shoes Page. I know. I I am aware of your shoe love. And I always thought it was a size thing because you need giant <laughs> clown shoes. Uh, and that maybe they only came in ugly styles. Uh, but then it seemed like it was really a passion of yours. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I understand. Now, to the audience that's listening, you might think that when Paige said giant clown shoes that she was being mean. That's actually a nice, polite thing she did. And not talk <laughs> about how I really wear little Mazdas for shoes. <laughs> tiny tiny monsters (laughs) (laughs) because they're the only thing that fits so here's the deal a lot of people have defended yay not necessarily the statements he's been making but the fact that he's making them so publicly uh by bringing up the fact that he has bipolar disorder and i am not a psychologist but you have done a lot of research that is correct Paige. And to be clear, what what I'm saying is is like I'm not being an armchair psychologist. All right, I, I, I I'm what I'm saying is that Kanye was definitely diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and he has been extremely open about it since the beginning. In fact, uh, the cover for his eighth studio album, Yay, is just an iPhone picture of a mountain range in Jackson Hole with the words "I hate being bipolar. It's awesome" scribbled over it. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I I've I've thought I've thought about adapting that myself and just like <laughs> taking a picture of like a milkshake and putting like I hate being lactose intolerant. It's intolerant. awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a downside you spend a lot of time shitting. Upside, I play a lot of phone poker and pool. <laughs> Read a ton of articles on the toilet. I, I truly do. A lot of this Same. episode was researched on the toilet. Um, also, fun fact about that album, the album Yay, uh, and this is not a bit, the original title was supposed to be Hitler. Oh my God, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. He was going to call it Hitler, and then his team told him he shouldn't do that, and he was confused as to why he shouldn't. No, Kanye, no. Oh. I mean, like, I already knew it was going to get bad like this, but... Oh, dude. you you have no idea what you're in for, because if you asked Kanye about his bipolar disorder, if you asked him now, he would tell you that he's not bipolar at all. In fact, he now believes that he was misdiagnosed by a Jewish doctor who planned to swap out his medication to create another, quote, Michael Jackson or Prince situation. And As in, like, killing him? Yeah, as in killing him. Okay. Is this this connected at all to, like, the Yakubian type of philosophy? Uh, he, he is a, and we'll get into it in a bit. He is a, uh, a black Hebrew Israelite kind of. Okay. okay. Um, that's where a lot of his, like, 
ideology seems to come from specifically, at least uh, just because you're getting the broad strokes of what he says. Um, and that also seems to be who is sort of backing him the hardest in the streets. In fact, right. I've noticed. Yeah, I, <laughs> I live in downtown. And the other day I was walking to get a haircut and they were preaching about Kanye. And I was like, Oh, Kanye, what's going on? And they were like, he's right. And I was like, Oh, oh no. Okay. I mean, I, it was very interesting to me how to see who backed him online. Mm -hmm. Like, all of a sudden, one of your friends is like, I mean, is he wrong? And you're like, whoa, hey, mm. what? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had a pretty fun uh, interaction where um, someone I had, I was friends with somebody's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And that's how I met them. And I was like watching them online and they were full defending Kanye and was just like, where's the lie, though? And I was like, holy shit. Should I message her? Like, what? And then I ended up going out to lunch with her like a couple days later. And I was like, hey, about your boyfriend. And she was like, oh, I'm not dating that clown anymore. I was like, whoo, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Bullet dodge. Yeah, thank God. I really thought that story was going to be a lot worse. <laughs> no, it was just like yikes and she was like i know <laughs> we actually broke up before that i was like oh, okay Phew, good <laughs> imagine although imagine being dumped and having to explain that to people like why didn't it work out and you're just like <sighs> kanye i i think it, i think it was actually something else and i just like i didn't know they had broken up and so i had remained online friends uh but i didn't ask for details because there was a part of me that was like, I bet it was Kanye. <laughs> like, I bet that's what it was. Let me tell you, buddy, there is nothing better than getting to unfollow, <laughs> than getting to unfollow somebody that your friend was dating that you did not want to follow, but you did it out of niceties. And you're like, bam, now I no longer have to hear about how you make soaps all the time, dog. Fuck you. What kind of soaps, though? Bad ones. They're really oh, bad. And I got a lot of them in my house and I can give them to you. <laughs> no, I'm good. And I don't have to feel bad anymore. You can keep your bad soaps. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I got a lot of those. And I'm, it's always fun to unfriend them and be like, oh, thank goodness my friend's phase of life that included you is over. <laughs> whoo, guess I get to stop seeing Christian memes in your Instagram stories every day. Hell yeah, dude. But were they dank Christian memes? <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they were not. They were not. Because <laughs> I follow, well, I, I think I finally unfollowed it because it was driving me nuts. Mikey and I for a while both followed this account called Christian memes on Instagram because occasionally they would have hilarious christian memes but then they got something happened and then every like one or two days they just started posting like if you're struggling with porn addiction call this one guy and then they were just <laughs> constantly posting it and i was like i can't dog i'm sorry well what they don't tell you is when you call that guy he goes dude me fucking too what are you watching right now <laughs> he just sends you a picture of Sp the spider-man meme but with jesus's head like badly photoshopped <laughs> on it uh, also, by the way, uh, this, this video where Kanye talks about his theory, uh, the theory that he was misdiagnosed by a Jewish doctor who Good potentially Lord. wanted to kill him, is one of the funniest and most frustrating things I've ever seen. And I had to transcribe this myself. But here is exactly, word for word, how he brings it up in the video. Oh, Quote, God. the media drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by, I'm not going to say what race, <laughs> what people uh 
doctor and what hospital? We know I can't say that. It was Cedars. That. We know it was Cedars. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he goes, we know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> if you think it was not Cedar Sinai, you are mistaken. Oh, <laughs> there's so oh, my wow. favorite part of this video is he does that whole week. I'm not going to say what race, I'm what people, it, uh, what hospital. We know I can't say that. And then there is a pause, and he goes, "It was a Jewish doctor." <laughs> Just oh my god. <laughs> That shouldn't be. That's that's horribly racist. Yes. It should not be as funny as it. It is more the manner of the racism than the racism itself. Um, but also, so d- he thinks it is just exhaustion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The man is unwell, and yes. he's just like, I'm a little tired. And I'm like, hey, I've done sleepy. some crazy shit when I've been tired, for sure. But I've never, like, I don't know, slandered the Jews. Like, what? What are we doing? That's just what happens when I get a little sleepy. At, like, here's the thing. When it comes to me being sleepy and the Jews, it's more like I ordered too many bagels and was like, thank you so much. <laughs> no one ever talks about how because of all that meth, Hitler was just real sleepy. <laughs> He's just real tired. <laughs> I mean, he'd been up for what? Four and a half years? Uh- <laughs> oh my God. It's such a stupid, I don't know. I, that's, that's, yes, that's very, fu- I didn't even key on on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was real oh. sleepy and that's what's causing this whole thing. Um, now to be fair, according to Madeline Arvan, who is an MPH or a uh, master of public health, one of the symptoms of bipolar disorder can be paranoia which is the belief that the world is full of people who are out to get you. Um, However, paranoia and psychosis are not inevitable, and many people with bipolar disorder uh, don't experience this symptom. Uh, Additionally, Dr. Bedford Palmer, uh, who is also, or who is a psychologist, gave an interview where he clarified that it is important to separate the behaviors and the person from mental illness. Quote, having that disorder doesn't make you a racist. It doesn't make you anti-Semitic. It doesn't make you want to do harmful things to people. And uh, he insists that this isn't an excuse for Kanye's views. No. And and I, if anything, I would say it probably removes the filter of... I shouldn't say this, but that means that the thoughts were already there. That is exact. Yes. Uh, psychiatrist, Dr. Amanda Joy Calhoun uh, says, quote, I see many racist psychiatric patients. They say racist things, even when they're completely stable, even in cases like dementia, where people lose their memory. I would argue if their go to is a racist remark, then they were probably racist to begin with. End quote. So I yeah. mean, to like I dementia runs in my family experienced it a lot. Uh, my grandmother, I, I f- felt like was a product of her time, but not maliciously racist. Like she was an old lady who said weird shit, but like, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't have ill will towards anyone. And even as her condition deteriorated, that was never a, a problem. Like she, she never like lashed out at one nurse over the other because of their skin color or anything. Like she was just kind of her. I think it's kind of, it it makes you who you are inside in a way. And so if you racist as hell, you're going to continue to be racist as hell. It's maybe going to exacerbate that shit. Yeah, 100%. And so, like, instead of saying, 
instead of saying that like Kanye's bipolar disorder caused him to be racist or anti-Semitic, I want you to consider this. And uh, for safety, we can say that we're in the speculation zone. Um, I want you to think back to episode two of our series on Kanye. Uh, is a story about a man who is clearly talented and who uh, would later go on to become one of the most influential figures in hip-hop, uh, who is struggling to start his career because the music industry won't give him a shot. Now, uh, in that same video that we touched on earlier, where we talked about how he, was, he wasn't anti-Semitic, he was just a little sleepy... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not uh, anti-Semitic. I'm just sleepy. And I have a personal vendetta against Cedar sinai Hospital. <laughs> he's, You know what? He's had a lot of beef with doctors, so I wouldn't put it past him. Um, what I didn't mention about that video was the second part. The second part of the same video in which Kanye pulls out his phone and shows off a spreadsheet of how many executives from major entertainment companies are Jewish. And all of the names of people who are Jewish are marked in red. Is is this based purely on their names? I mean, like, he clearly doesn't know these people. Like, you could have a Jewish name and not practice and just be like, you know, this is my name. Like, yeah. that's wild. I, I, honest to God, I have no idea where he got this spreadsheet from. I don't know if it's something that was, like, online. It's clearly, like a google sheet or something and also mm -hmm. first off what a fucking wild spreadsheet to just have saved on your phone what uh, a, like, did he make it like that's my question is if yeah. it was he up late being like i gotta get these macros right <laughs> like that's what? why he's that's why he's so tired the, the next time he wants to make an album he's like guys i really think you should consider my project just so you know i'm proficient in word excel powerpoint <laughs> <laughs> like what Oh, uh, my God. And again, by the way, this is coming from a dude who has a saved document of every business that gives out free stuff on your birthday. All right. That's me. That's me. That's the kind of documents I have saved on my phone. Also, heads up, Denny's has started carding you if you uh, go in to try to collect your birthday slam. That's not a bit. They do it to you. They're hitting you with it. Hey, you know what? If I'm if I'm there, honestly, on my birthday... I'm going to have that card. I'm going to be like, give me that slam. My favorite is Halloween at Chipotle, where if you come in a costume, you get discounts on burritos. Ooh, that's even that's way better. It used I to be that you had to dress as a burrito, but now it's just whatever your costume is. Oh, that's even easier. I want the burrito back because I'm just going to have like a beige blanket and wrap myself in it and go in and be like, give me my burrito, dog. I am dressed as a burrito, sir. I did see somebody wrapped entirely in foil one year. That was oh. great. That is very good, but also a waste of tinfoil that could be used to uh, protect your brain from the Jewish media. That's right. <laughs> from their space laser. Right. <laughs> That's the one they use to control the weather. All the time. So, secondly, we see that this sets up a pattern that we have seen time and time again, and also throughout history. Um, Kanye uses the Jews as a scapegoat. It's hard to run for president. Well, that's because the Jews control the government. Uh, if he gets a bad deal from his sponsors, it's because the Jews control the money. Uh, if he gets in trouble for anti-Semitism, it's because Jews control the media where he's being anti-Semitic. Uh, so now, with all of that context, let's cover Kanye's long and troubling journey from anti-Semitic dickhead to full-blown black Hebrew Israelite. For Damn. about... 
20 years, it has apparently been a well-known secret that Kanye West has admired fellow failed artist Adolf Hitler. Uh, the first known instances of Kanye's Fuhrer fanboying, or I have written here, Fuhrer-boying. Fuhrer-boying? Which, which <laughs> now that I say it out loud, Fuhrer-boying sounds like... Das boy Fear boying sounds like a weird cartoon sound effect for popping a confusing boner. <laughs> Fear boing. Fear boing. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I didn't. Ooh. Uh, I saw. I was looking at a raccoon tail and it. Oh, for boing. An article about Eleanor Roosevelt. Fear boing. <laughs> the first time that people noticed his weird fascination uh, was back in 2003 while recording College Dropout. According to an unnamed source, talking about Nazi Germany was, quote, like a daily thing. Kanye would oh, no. regularly approach other musicians and industry executives and ambush them with questions like, so what do you think about the Holocaust? Wow. Yeah. Yikes. That is. But does all... he not understand that Hitler would have killed the shit out of him, too? Uh, Yeah. And I don't think that matters very much. I mean, this is, again, coming wow. from a guy who once said that racism isn't a deal breaker for him. If it was, he wouldn't be an American. So, like, it's not... <laughs> yeah, you are correct. Yes, and I'm sorry. I have nothing else to offer. Also... also that kind of reminds me of my first day in Germany where our tour guide was like, yeah, uh, in this city, there's this weird amphitheater that Goebbels built for all of his weird satanic shit. Moving on to this. And I was like, um, excuse me, dude. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to be that American. But, and like my my family, all of us were just like, do you hear what he said about the Nazi theater? Yeah. like I want to know about that. Like, tell me more about that. And then they didn't talk about it anymore. But Ugh. anyway. <laughs> Tell me about the Nazi theater. <laughs> He's like, they made us build it, and then they never did anything up there, and then nobody wants to go up there because it's like a fucking Nazi theater, right? Like, you don't want to put a play on at the Nazi theater, so it just sits there. <laughs> and we're like, okay. <laughs> I think I think just about the only play you can put on there is the producers. I think everything else isn't really going to play. Holy shit, though. <laughs> That'd be like, there's a part of me... That's like, yes, spite <laughs> their ghosts, tap dance on their demise. I absolutely think you should. Also, uh, walking up to executives and being like, so what do you think about the Holocaust is it makes me feel better about remember when we were when we went to the taping for Roast Battle and we went yes. to those like industry after parties. Yes. Uh, do you remember how I used to drunkenly walk up to people and go? Uh, excuse me what do you do and they would be like i'm junior vice president of fucking comedy something. central or yeah, whatever, comedy yeah. central and then i would hand them my real driver's license and yes. go here's my card <laughs> and then <laughs> run away and, and then they'd have to like chase you down to give you your license yeah back. Yeah, yeah the whole night was my friends coming up to me going somebody gave me your license please <laughs> stop giving it out to people well, my favorite was that you'd done it all night and then ended up just hanging out with Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we keep fucking meeting each other. I know. We met uh, at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. 
we met at your wedding. We met at uh, at, at the roast battle thing, and then we met at Sketchfest. And every single time, I'm like, "Look, dude, I promise I'm not following you." Okay. I, <laughs> they I weren't even there for looks. my wedding. They were there celebrating their anniversary. It just happened yeah. to be the same weekend. Yeah, the same very specific location. Yeah. Uh, so after casually dropping the Holocaust in a conversation. Kanye would try to get people to admit that the Nazis did have some good parts, too. Uh, no. He would talk about how they created the freeway system with the Autobahn. And uh, got us to the moon. I get it. He talked about how they started the first animal rights campaign. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's cool. Cool that they, you know, thought about rights for animals. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Not humans, but animals. I just want to see every executive that he did this to when he's like what do you think about the holocaust and to just watch them go bad yeah (laughs) he's like what do you even say yeah that was uh, that was a lot of it (laughs) a lot of people just got really pissed off uh high level executives would yell at him one one apparently was quoted as telling him so what if hitler did some good shit so what that's like a direct quote i agree that's where my my brain is so what if hitler did some good shit the bad outweighs the good Absolutely. and the way that we got the air quotes good shit was by completely ignoring the horrifying abuses that it took to get to that good shit like it's you oh no yeah I I'm, I can't follow you down this trail Kanye no and it, again and it's also like it's not you'll listen to Kanye say shit and he'll be like Hitler invented this microphone and it's like no he did not a German guy did while while Hitler was there that's not you can't just give everything to the guy um my <sighs> favorite was when we were in the Black Forest in Germany, there was a town that had like, this is our famous Volkswagen. And I was like, mom, why do you think it's famous? And she was like, don't, don't. not today. Don't. And it turned out it was just because they had put a giant hat on it. But like, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, so we're not going to address like who made it? Like, <laughs> Well, what they don't talk about was that hat was, it had a giant swastika on it, but several puzzle pieces and it was green. <laughs> No, it was actually, okay, so we were in the Black Forest, right? And it was like 16 (laughs) red pom-poms on a hat, and it would designate whether you were married or single. It's like a whole thing, and we had cake. (laughs) (laughs) You went to a pom-pom party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to a pom-pom party. We learned to make straw shoes. We walked through old houses, and Mm -hmm. then we got cake. (laughs) You see, mine has a brown pom-pom, which says that I'm down for anal. It's kind of like our raccoon <laughs> like tail. Like the hanky code. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, also, in the last five years, uh, Kanye has paid two settlements to former employees who allege that their boss regularly made anti-Semitic remarks in the workplace. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like, you know, yeah, a lot of people were pretty upset about it. Uh, yeah, I think so. But tons of people did nothing because they were afraid that if they did the right thing, that they would be fired. Uh, Here's another quote. Uh, If you still wanted a place in this group, you stuffed down your concerns, you kept a smile on your face, and you moved forward as if nothing bad had happened. Uh, And that is fucking awful. It's terrifying. And we'll we'll get into how much of a bully Kanye West is in a little bit. Uh, Also... Praising Hitler for the Autobahn like it excuses murdering six million Jews and millions of others is already bad. 
But what's more upsetting is that those who were closest to Kanye, the ones that were in his inner circle, claimed that he used Nazi strategies as what he called a, quote, media playbook. During a high-level meeting in 2015, Kanye dropped this little gem, quote, Hitler really understood how to mobilize people in a way that no one has before. Uh, and according to a collaborator from those 2003 college dropout sessions, Ye was fascinated by Hitler's ability to have complete control over people, and he loved to spend his time researching how the Nazis built their army. In a recording studio by the way surrounded oh by a God. bunch of rappers just reading Mein Kampf are you fucking kidding me jeez from that same source uh quote i think it's i i think he started to almost correlate how he could manipulate things to be not as uh, on the same level as the nazis but how he could get people to be his army end quote and to this day Kanye tells all of his employees that his goal is to build an army. He refers to his team as, quote, assassins, and he equates their work to, quote, going to war. Which, to jump forward a bit, as you might remember in a previous episode where we covered the time that he forced a bunch of Adidas executives to watch cuckold porn in a yep. meeting because he wanted to explain how the deal made him feel. Well, I want to remind you of what he said when he left the room. Quote, I'm the king of culture. Our army is so prepared. This is a different level of nuclear activity that no one will recover from. End quote. Now, in all likelihood, he is probably referencing the fact that if he wanted to he could get his fan base to boycott adidas but the fact remains that kanye considers his team and his fans to be an army of assassins which is fucking terrifying my guy that is wild other tactics in kanye's hitler inspired media playbook include demanding ultimate control according to former employees this includes using bullying and harassment to break his army into never questioning him and his decisions, including a time in 2017 where he screamed at a senior female designer for his uh, the Yeezy shoe brand. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and I want to preface this by saying that it is hilarious, but he did scream this at a human being and it is fucked up. But two things can be true at once. He screamed at this poor woman, quote, I want you to make me a shoe I can fuck. What? What? I mean, they do have tongues, but what? <laughs> he said, he apparently, he walked up to her, just never breaking eye contact, and then he looked down at his shoe, he looked up at her, and went, I want you to make me a shoe I can fuck, which now, is here's my question. insane. What was stopping him from fucking any other shoe? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I right? Mean, like, can... all shoes are fuckable if you try hard enough, right? What's the most upsetting is that when you look at the Yeezy Foam Runners, they are just filled with a bunch of holes. It's just yeah. an endless sea of holes. And now I know what they're for. I thought, oh. I thought originally, I thought they were for, like, air circulation. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not really. <laughs> um, we've also seen this need for control bleed into his personal life uh during the brief time he was dating uncut gems actor julia fox there was a story that broke that people tried to play off as romantic but i'll be honest it creeped me out even before knowing all of this shit 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the story was the time that he threw out her entire wardrobe and then dictated her outfits on a day-to-day basis. The entire, like, what she could wear, how she could look and present herself was controlled by Kanye West. No, thank you. No. Yeah, I remember reading that story. Well, I also remember that supposedly he did it to Kim Kardashian, too, for a bit. Yep. And that's so fucked up. Like, no. Yeah. He 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 demands to just have total control of everything, everything in his life from, like, every project he works on to his employees to his personal life. It's fucking disgusting. And uh, another tactic from the playbook is dominating a press narrative. Uh, the Nazis used the media to produce a false reality. Uh, they, if you, Basically, if you control the narrative, you can control the public's opinion. Now, remember in episode two, where we talked about how Kanye uses his albums to reinvent himself and his image. And the worst part is that it kind of fucking works. Yeah. Now, pair that with the fact that Kanye is seemingly always in the news. From the time that he dropped his debut album to now, he has used the media to keep a constant present in the minds of his fans or the assassins in his team and his army. And finally, we have the third pillar of the media playbook, which is emulating Nazi propaganda techniques. It is no secret that Adolf and his Nazi pals were masters of PR and propaganda. But one of the key elements that helped evangelize Germany was the belief that, quote, we did not lose the war because artillery gave out, but because the weapons of our minds did not fire. Tell me that doesn't sound like it could word for word be a Kanye West tweet. Tell me that we didn't win, not because our guns didn't work, but because the weapons of our minds did not fire. Now, we made shoes that were dateable, not fuckable. <laughs> okay. I don't want to have a long-term relationship with a shoe. I want to wake up next to a shoe and be like, you're still here. That's what I want out of my shoes. Okay, Paige. Fuck, Mary kill. Nike Cortez. Okay. Yeezy Foam Runners. Okay. Uh, Converse. Um, I'm going to marry Converse. Old mm-hmm. Reliable. Uh, I am going to... Fuck the Nike Cortez because Ooh. also reliable. Uh, and I'm going to kill the Yeezy foam runners. Ah, a, a wise choice. A wise decision. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use, you know what? I'm going to fuck all three of them. <laughs> uh, so they got th- tongues. <laughs> that, Jesus Christ. That quote, uh, by the Tie way. Tie him up. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm just going to go put on my pair of of, of Air Force Cums. Oh, why are they so sticky? <laughs> uh, that quote, by the way, is, is it's, it's not Hitler. It's a uh, Joseph Goebbels original. Uh, mm. But the idea that it is promoting, the stab in the back myth that we covered in our series on Hitler, was made popular by the book Mein Kampf, a book that Kanye regularly read around collaborators, employees, and high-level executives, almost as frequently as he put on pornography everywhere he went. I want you to remember that, that almost everywhere that Kanye is is also a video of some woman just getting fucking railed in the background. Oh, my God. This just reminds me of, I, I briefly had a roommate 
who would watch a, a baby story or a birth story on TLC every morning. <sighs> But then also would watch like World War II documentaries. It would just be like, I mean, he was a great speechwriter. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. Great- I, I feel like her beliefs have changed since then uh, from what I know. But like at the time, there was some wild shit. <laughs> so Kanye loves to frame himself as a free thinker who has mm-hmm. no issues telling it like it is. And as we covered last week, this this has basically just become his whole thing now. And now that we've established his alignment vis-a-vis the Nazis, which Fuck. seems pretty fucking cut and dry, it feels like pretty much everyone is on the same side. Nazi bad. Uh, Indiana Jones good. Even, by the way, even... <laughs> yeah, Nazi bad. Indiana Jones good. Even fucking uh, Alex Jones... <laughs> <laughs> on his on Infowars or not no it was after Infowars uh on a different on a different show he was quoted as saying uh that the Nazi uniform also killed 22 million Germans and no one talks about that how Hitler basically also was basically responsible for the biggest mass death of Germans and as a German he's proud of his heritage and how dare Hitler kill somebody what i'm saying is that's such that a guy, roundabout way to say the nazis were bad without admitting that it was because they killed the jews yes a hundred percent even a person who is actively trying to skirt around the holocaust existing is like yeah but hitler bad though yeah oh my god oh so now that we have all of this uh all of this background let us take a look at some of kanye's musings about the jews oh god On August 6th, 2011, Kanye performed at the Big Chill Festival in England. In the middle of his set, Kanye gazed upon the crowd and said, quote, I walk through the hotel and I walk down the street and people look at me like I'm fucking insane, like I'm Hitler. One day the light will shine through and people will understand everything I've done. Wow. That's him favorably comparing himself to Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. In 2011, that's 10 plus years ago. Yeah, he's walking down the street and basically just being like, I kind of feel like Hitler right now. Oh my God. Uh, I'm feeling real mustachy, feeling real (laughs) goose steppy. I'm high as shit on meth and I can't digest shit. I'm feeling a little sleepy too. You know what I'm saying? Might make a bad painting later, whatever. (laughs) Fuck around and find out. During a 2013 radio interview, Kanye spoke out against people who were upset with then-President Barack Obama uh, because, according to him, quote, people want to say Obama can't make these moves. That's because he ain't got these connections. Black people don't have the same level of connections as Jewish people. We don't got family money like that, end quote. Uh, after being called out for promoting the age-old stereotype that Jewish people control the banks and the government, he responded by saying... <laughs> you responded by saying, quote, I thought I was giving a compliment. <laughs> that's like when people say, like, you're fat. You know what restaurants are good, right? <laughs> like, that's not a compliment. What? I was complimenting you. You have good taste. You have good taste. <laughs> you taste, as in you taste a lot. A lot yeah. of yeah. things. <laughs> you're good at tasting, clearly. Yeah, it is. Yes. It is like I said earlier, 
they're the most fun and frustrating because the subject matter is awful. But the man said, I thought I was giving a compliment. <laughs> Good Lord, what a moron. Ugh. Oh, my God. In a now infamous interview with TMZ in 2018, Kanye was quoted as saying that slavery, quote, sounds like a choice to me. If I hear about a group of powerful people being held captive for 400 years, <laughs> it sounds like a choice, end quote. Uh, although, and as terrible as this is, it does he does clarify that he's not an expert with my all-time favorite Kanye quote. Here it is. This is how he expresses it. He's not an expert. He says, quote, I'm not a historian. I'm Kanye West. <laughs> I'm not an accountant. I'm Paige Wesley. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a psychologist. I'm done a lot of research for this episode. Yes. Oh, Christ. But what uh, what we didn't know at the time was that TMZ and Kanye's PR team made the decision to not air the part where Kanye expressed his love for both Hitler and the Nazis. There is filmed footage of him promoting Hitler and the Nazis and denying the Holocaust back in 2018. And speaking of people cutting footage, in October of last year, uh, Kanye sat down with Fox News pundit and BDS M&M expert, uh, Tucker Carlson. It's because he's always talking about how sexy the M&Ms are. The green M&M is. Or how yeah. not sexy they are and how woke the M&Ms are. They took away her heels and that made my boner dry up. Like, yeah, we get it. You're fucking weird. You fuck shoes. You fuck candy. Whatever. Yeah. Also, I mean, that is the one thing that he and I can't agree on is they took away the heels and now I can't pop a boner to candy anymore. Oh. Uh, but what didn't make it to air were some of Ye's comments about the Jews. Uh, like how children are taught about Hanukkah, but not Kwanzaa, because being Jewish, quote, comes with some financial engineering. Whoo, doggy. I can, I can watch your brain trying to figure this one out. <laughs> well, also because, like, I was taught about Kwanzaa. <clears throat> yep. But, but also... I, what like yep yep, yep, yep. I, if, I, if you want to blame one holiday for taking supremacy over the others it's not fucking hanukkah like that's it is christmas christmas bulldozes everybody so like yeah to be like hanukkah's out there hogging kwanzaa spotlight i was like no 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 christmas is hogging everyone's spotlight like this is such a strange thing to say it's absolutely it's it's absolutely wild of of a thing to say and baby we got so much more oh my god uh it was also the first time that he was seen uh publicly promoting black hebrew israelite ideology quote when i say jew I mean the 12 lost tribes of Judah, the blood of Christ, who are the people known as the race black. This, as a Christian, is my belief. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. He also, in that same interview, implied that Planned Parenthood was created in order to control the Jewish population. Um, but now I'm going to need you and the audience to hold but on tight. But you mean the real Jews, not yeah. the air quotes real Jews, which is what he believes he is. Yeah, exactly. Not 
the the space laser bank juice. Okay. All yeah, right, yeah, all yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. You got to real hold on tight as we flip through these mental gymnastics. Good night. Basically, Kanye believes that black people are the real Jews. So when he says control the Jewish population, he really means black people. Uh, but as we covered last week, he also believes that Planned Parenthood was created by those in the government who seek to control the greater population. And he thinks those people are Jews. So ipso facto, the Jews created Planned Parenthood to kill black people. That's what he's trying to say. And what he says, uh, surprisingly and shockingly a lot. I have found so many little lines where he attacks Planned Parenthood. And I was surprised to see them keep coming up. And they will keep coming up throughout this episode. Uh, also in October of last year. Big month, October of last year. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, huge month for anti-Semitism. Uh, also in October of last year, Kanye hosted a Yeezy fashion show in Paris wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt and posing next to former friend turned enemy turned friend again, Candace Owens, who was sporting the same shirt in a different color. Um, he doubled down on his statement with an Instagram post that read, quote, everyone knows Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. End quote wow yeah okay luckily Dang. one of his peers stepped in to be the voice of reason none other than puffy aka puff daddy aka p diddy p. aka diddy. diddy aka love that's one i didn't know about he changed his name to I love i do remember that briefly yes aka mm -hmm. sean combs uh the man of many names told kanye to cut his shit out and that went about as well as you'd expect there was name calling, there were threats of physical violence, and finally, there was Kanye accusing Diddy of being controlled by the Jews publicly on Instagram. Quote, this ain't a game. I'm going to use you as an example to show the Jewish people that told you to call me that no one can threaten or influence me. I told you this was war. Now go on and get you some business. And Wow. What? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> It's so much worse than anyone could have ever thought. It keeps getting worse. Oh, in response to an article that covered the situation and expressed concern that Kanye was being an anti-Semite, Ye took to Twitter to announce, quote, I forgot that this happened, but it actually ties in perfectly. Quote, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny Why thing. Why not four? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, like if you're gonna made up, like what? Paige, there's a there's first of all, before we even finish the quote, there's a lot with that first sentence. First off, I'm a bit sleepy tonight again, <laughs> again, <laughs> exhausted, <laughs> exhausted from his vendetta against Cedar Sinai. Got you, it. You know how like when a baby can't sleep, it always starts yelling about the Third Reich and how white lives <laughs> matter. <laughs> You know, when I like stay up late to meet a deadline and then the next morning I'm just like, God, the banks, right? <laughs> I'm picturing like a Snickers commercial, but instead of like a grumpy person, it's just Adolf Hitler. You're kind of a Nazi when you're hungry. <laughs> Try Snickers. Yeah, like that. Second off, Jewish people is in all capitals, which I feel like is a hard move. I feel like the moment you capitalize a race of people 
that's when yeah that's never good it's never a good thing you're never just like you know who's hardworking and uh and really integral to like communities yeah all caps and you're just like oh okay mexicans yeah <laughs> Uh, thirdly, and my favorite is that he doesn't say he's going DEFCON three. He says he's going DEFCON three. Death is dead. He says, "Oh my god, I'm going DEFCON three on Jewish people." First off, it's DEFCON right off the yes, bat. Right off the bat, DEFCON. Secondly, in if you're unaware, DEFCON levels. The lower it is, the the more dangerous mm. it is. So DEFCON right. one is the most dangerous. DEFCON five is the least dangerous, but still got to be like taken care of, sort of. Yeah. So if you're going DEFCON three, you're still going mid. You're not <laughs> yeah, yeah. doing. I'm anything. just hanging out in my apartment, yelling about the bank's level <laughs> level of the on the juice. Um, it's still not great. Yeah, it still needs to be dealt with. But it's such a. It's so dumb. It's so, it's so dumb that I have no words for it. It just is. It, it it's what I said earlier. Where like you were like, well, well, how could you praise Hitler? Wouldn't he have killed Kanye too? And it's like, yes, and I have nothing else. That is just yeah. the way that it is. And I'm sorry. Uh, so here's the rest of the quote. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who opposes your agenda. Uh, that is the full quote. Um, again. Oh my God, the mental gymnastics. He's, his brain fit as hell how much it be flipping. Yeah. Again, in October of last year. Kanye guested on the podcast Drink Champs, where he argued that, quote, Jewish people have owned the black voice. Either it's us wearing Ralph Lauren, or it's being signed to a record label, having a Jewish manager, or being signed to a Jewish basketball team, or doing a movie on a Jewish platform like Disney. I understand what he's trying to say, but if you're trying to pick a media company that is associated with the Jews... I don't think Disney is maybe the right choice, seeing as how the guy it's named after was also a huge anti-Semite. Right. I mean, like, it's run by... Th there are a number of Jewish people that work for Disney now, but still, yeah. like, yeah. It's <laughs> it's like saying, like, yeah, I... <laughs> Or driving your Jewish Ford or, yeah. or <laughs> like, like just, it's not, it doesn't make, watching your Jewish info wars. It's like, I'm I, eating this Jewish bratwurst. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he also, in the same podcast episode, he references his crazy theory uh, about Planned Parenthood and he I shouldn't be laughing at this. It's not funny. It's just crazy how dumb this is. Uh, he called Planned Parenthood the Black People's Holocaust Museum. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then, of course, whew, there was Kanye's appearance on Alex Jones' show, InfoWars. Sponsored, of course, by uh, Tactical Man Bath, right? 
Uh, tactical bath, yeah. Oh, tactical bath. Oh, yeah. Putting man in it's too much. That's... Yeah, tactical bath and freeze dried out in the wilderness meals. You're <laughs> gonna want these. We've got them in a commemorative backpack along with a carrying fire extinguisher and this <laughs> bandolier for your wet naps. Uh, if you're gonna survive the world that the globalists are putting us into, you're gonna need tactical bath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, tactical bath never killed 22 million Germans. That's all I gotta say. But you know who else didn't? These sunglasses that allow you to see the way that Navy SEALs do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that kind of shit. I put on this, I put on the sunglasses. It's just Dodge Chargers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Also, tactical bath. The only, <laughs> the only bath guaranteed to make your skin tomato red or your frogs gay. Uh, so throughout the interview... Kanye praised Hitler, he denied the Holocaust, and he spread even more anti-Semitism than ever before. Uh, and this is where everything comes full circle. In the very beginning, Kanye tried to evangelize his coworkers with Nazism. Over the years, his attempts to go public with his fascination of Hitler were hidden, mostly by a pretty decent PR team. Uh, yeah. But now, he's finally on a show where the entire point is telling it like it is and not editing it so that the full truth can go out there. Uh, he finally is going to let it all out and there is nobody that can stop it from reaching the masses. There is so much bullshit that he said, by the way. There is so much, countless, stupid, stupid things that he said. Uh, the full video is, one, hard to watch, but also, two, hard to find. Um, so here are, some, here are some choice clips, but just know that throughout, endlessly dumb, just incredibly, one of the... It feels like satire is, I guess, what I'm trying to say to yeah. watch it. So, quote, I see good things about Hitler. I mean, I love everyone. Jewish people are not going to tell me that you can love us and you can love what you're, we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're pushing with pornography. Oh, yeah. And how we're making all those, fo those frogs suck and fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He does believe that <laughs> that porn is controlled by the Jews as well. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jewish people are not going to tell me you can't that you can love us and you can love what we're doing with the contracts and you can love what we're pushing with pornography. But this guy that invented highways invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. End quote. Fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, and if you're wondering if there's l literally any amount of doubt that can be put on this, here's, here is uh, the last quote that I will give you from Kanye, from this interview at least. Quote, he had a really cool outfit and stuff, and he was a really great architect, and he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just factually inaccurate. End quote. Whew. Except that he did, though. Yeah. Now, here's the problem, and it's something that the psychiatrists and psychologists have mentioned earlier, the ones that we interviewed, or that, that not that we interviewed, that were interviewed, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they basically say, like, Kanye talks about his group of fans like an army, and he is constantly telling them to gear up for war, and what, what's 
what people are upset and mad and afraid of is not necessarily that he's going to mobilize real physical troops. Although that is always, as we've seen, hashtag January 6th, a problem right. to be afraid of. But that's not necessarily what people are afraid of. The thing is, is that he is normalizing this kind of uh, behavior and this kind of language and these ideas. And he's making them accessible to his millions and millions of followers. He's being backed by these groups like the Black Hebrew Israelites he's, who, who promote uh, uh, anti-Semitism and, and black supremacy and white supremacy and like all of this shit remember in la there was the freeway sign that was saying kanye was right i mean he is he's literally giving a platform to these awful 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 fucking ideas and it's not something that just like started out of the blue as we've covered through this episode it was there from the fucking beginning and the worst part of it is every time he's tried to flip out of it he's just let on that he's worse and worse than we could have ever possibly thought remember that he started this by saying i thought i was giving them a compliment one of my favorite quotes about kanye and anti-semitism is after one of the first times he was uh sort of like i guess i want to say reprimanded but more just written up about in like an article because no one really mm. fucking reprimands him ever um one of the first things that he said in response to those uh to, to that happening was uh i <laughs> i didn't think i was anti-semitic and then i looked up a definition of anti-semitism and i realized yeah maybe i am end quote not good that is insane <sighs> and that folks is the end of our series on kanye west my final verdict don't listen to him don't buy his ugly shoes uh just can don't platform him either like stop giving him places to say shit uh i just it's it's so dumb and we didn't even cover everything there's so much other shit out there so many other instances of him being anti-semitic and, and just dumb and I feel like I'm at a loss for words. My hair is insane. My body is tired. My brain mm -hmm. is so glad that it can finally just uh, delete all of the information I have on Kanye West. I've never wanted this. I never actually wanted it. I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be fun to make an episode about Kanye West and spend five episodes talking about a guy that I used to really like his music. And then it turns out that it made me hate everything. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you were wrong <laughs> yeah go back and listen to episode one where we were like look you can separate the music from the artist kind of like like it's it's he's saying these dumb things and now it's just like nope fuck him fuck him completely fuck it all never listen to his shit and i'm sorry that i ever did whoo but we made it folks we're done we made it we we're did done. it <laughs> we did it Look, here's the deal, folks. My name is Armando Torres, uh, and I am going on the road, kind of. I got into SF Sketchfest. It's a really fun comedy festival that happens every year. Uh, this is their 20th anniversary. I will be in the Bay Area and just NorCal in general uh, this weekend, Sacramento on Friday, uh, then two shows in San Francisco, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Uh, you can find info for that on my Instagram. There's a link in my bio. You can go to linktree.com slash Mondo does stuff, all one word. Um, and you can find me 
on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Twitch, all that shit. Uh, at Mondo Does Stuff. That's M A N D O Does Stuff. Thank you. Good night. Good luck. I'm fucking done with Kanye. Hell yeah. Mwah! We're done. We did it. Woo! Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, Woo! it's your girl, Paige. Uh, space lasers, controlling the weather, all stuff I could do. Find out about it on my social media. Uh, by following me at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on TikTok and Instagram. And if you like listening to my voice, you could hear me on Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod. And if you like things that my brain thinks, but you don't care for my voice, you can always listen to Ship Hits the Fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and hey, if you want to follow our show on Instagram, you can at Colt Podcast. Or on Twitter at Colt Podcast Show. You can also send us an email to coltpodcastshow at gmail.com. And if you want to send us shoes that you think are the most fuckable, you could send those to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, like, like the, shining, the Shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. Look, I was wrong. I want you to make me a shoe I can love. <laughs> Love and grow old with sitting on porch, <laughs> holding your its lace, your hand. I want I want a shoe that would do the notebook with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. A murder suicide. Uh. Yeah, sure. Oh fuck! Is that what that movie's about? No. Shit! Well, that, Damn. That's our ongoing theory on <laughs> on romancing the pot and horror virgin because they die in the same bed at the same time. So we think mm, murder suicide. Murder suicide. God. You just missed your absolute best opportunity to just say, yeah, holy shit. Have you not seen this movie? <laughs> oh, my God. Because 100%, I never would have watched the movie. I would have 1,000% immediately it. started telling everybody else exactly. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Like, I had no idea it was about a Did murder suicide. Did you know suicide. that, that <laughs> movie, Remember Me, is about how Pierce Brosnan was part of 9-11 and it was an inside job? <laughs> That I actually did know. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're done. Uh, wait. Uh, for this one, I'm going to say don't drink any of the liquids that are ejaculated into a shoe. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. Bye. Yeah.